Hello and welcome to Movies on the Side. This is Stephen Robles. And this is Nate Baranowski. And we are, for the first time ever, hashtag new year, new us. We are doing a video podcast. You can watch us and, and or listen to us as we review these movies. I'm looking at Nate right now. Hey, everyone. This is Stephen from the future. Sorry to interrupt, but... We're going to talk about the video version of this episode, but what the Nate and Steven that are recording this right now don't know is video wasn't actually recording. It was Steven's fault. I take full responsibility. So there's not actually a video version, but you can go to youtube.com slash add movies on the side. We do have video podcasts there that are new. The last two episodes had full video, so go check that out. But yeah, sorry, there's no video for this episode. I'll try to cut out most references to it so it's not too annoying. But yeah, no video. So anyway, uh, back to the exciting intro. Nate's looking at me. We're looking at you. You can finally see us, which I have heard before that it's actually quite alarming to actually see the people that you've watched podcasts for a long time. So hopefully you are A, not disappointed and B, not troubled by our faces. If you are troubled by our faces... Don't we apologize? Don't uh, watch the video version, I guess. No, no, you could still listen. You could still listen. Just you could just do the audio version. But if you want to see us, um, we're gonna play video clips and show like images. I could share my screen, and then you can see I'm wearing Mott's merch even right now. See, look, look at him. I got my Mott shirt on for uh, our first video episode, official mm. video episode. Mm-mm. We tried it once before, but it was kind of like you know, it's kind of like half. Way you now know. we're all we set up. Way. Now we're we learning that we can use yeah. and gesticulate with our hands. Gesticulate. We're not going to say that word anymore. But anyway, today we are reviewing the 2022 sequel, Top Gun: Colon Maverick, starring Tom Cruise. I remember the colon. Well, I done. specifically remember the colon. This movie was the top grossing movie domestically and internationally for 2022. Did way better than Avatar Way of Water. We'll just well, say that. Avatar Way of Water still has a little bit of time to for James Cameron to have you come back happening. out the second time to watch it, it because happening. you use the bathroom twice during the first movie. And yeah, he's like, no, no, yeah, exactly. Back. Have you have you seen Avatar Way of Water? No, I've not seen it. Uh, Andrew, uh, listen, who listens to the show, he wanted us to review it. I know other people have wanted us to do it. I don't know if I can now bring myself to drag myself to the theater and watch it. A three and a half hour movie. I don't know if I could do it. I, I tell everyone it. who doesn't have a child, go see it and then tell me what it's like because I need to live <laughs> vicariously through someone who has three and a half hours of expendable hours. Time. Expend- expendable quiet time. alone in the theater. Yes. I just, I, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'll see it. But anyway, we're, we're talking about Top Gun Maverick today, which is a sequel, what, decades in the making? It's something like- eight years? No, no, no. 1986 was the original. So 24 plus uh, you got 22. Oh, wait a minute. I was born in 86. So it's like 37 years in the making, 36 years in the making. Hmm. That's how it goes, right? Pretty close to 38, wasn't it? What I said. Top Gun Maverick. Now, I've seen this movie twice. Steven, you're getting awful close to 40. Just wanted to say that real quick. I really don't want to talk about that. It's a little too much OPSEC. Now that we're doing a video podcast, I don't need anybody. I mean, look, we can do video now so you can see the gray. Oh, man. The beard. See that? Yeah. I like to see if it's our uh, views just sort of dropped after that yeah, moment. The retention no graph on YouTube. The up of the beard. Bop. <laughs> just the gray hairs. Yeah, tanked it. Anyway, I've seen this movie twice. I saw it in the theaters. And then over uh, the winter break, you know, between the holidays, the week between, as you say, between Christmas and New Year's, mm-hmm. I watched the original with my kids, the whole family. We watched the original again. And then Maverick, once again, both through VidAngel, which I have to say, 
I really got to stop doing that because watching Top Gun through VidAngel, when you crank the filters for language where every word is bleeped, there are so many loud dogfight scenes where planes are like, and then it just goes silent for like three seconds in the middle of a dogfight. It really that. takes you out of no it. No one wants that. No one wants that, but that's how we did it. But anyway, I saw it in the theaters though, so I experienced it without VidAngel okay. the first time. Now, you said you had some issues with this movie, and I'm very curious uh, what those are, but not yet. Wait, wait, not yet. Let's do Rotten Tomatoes. Because the Rotten Tomato score on this movie is audacious. Mm. It is ridiculous. And I want to know if you can guess it. Nate, what did Top Gun Colin Maverick get on Rotten Tomatoes? Audience Critics? or critic score? Critic score first. 96% fresh. Wait, did you know? Did you know already? Is it? Did you know? No. Did you look it up before? No. You you literally nailed it. 96% critic score. Oh, That's man. incredible. That's An incredible for our first. Audience is 98. Is it 98? You are very close. It is 99. 99% audience score. This movie is almost perfect, according to both critics and audience. So oh, I want to know, Nate, what beef? I also wow. want to say, I'm sorry, I'm kind of hogging the uh, I'm a real the, the one percent here. Yeah, no, hog all uh, the talking. I'm sorry, Go ahead. Absolutely. I just want to say, Tom Cruise, say what you will about, uh, you know, Scientology or whatever. He is a national treasure and not in the Nicolas Cage sense. Tom Cruise is a national treasure mm-hmm. when it comes to action movies because we also rewatched Fallout over Christmas break. Mm-hmm. The stunts. Very good. I, I watched so many behind the scenes stuff with Tom Cruise where all these like trainee guys and stunt coordinators are like Tom Cruise is like freakishly amazing at controlling his body and doing these stunts. He literally learned and flew jet planes for Top Gun Maverick. Like he literally flew the planes himself. He is a national treasure when it comes to action movies. That's all I want to say. There you go. Thanks for coming today. We're happy to have you. This was national (laughs) treasure colon Tom Cruise edition. I'm done hogging the camera. Nate, tell me what, what would you say? What is your deal with this movie? How do you feel about it? This movie came to me very hyped. A lot of hype. And I think that's the first thing that it had going against it is that I heard a lot of great things about this movie from yes. critics that I usually hear as being pretty eh against right. a lot of movies. Right. All of a sudden are like, this is great. Great job. Mm-hmm. Secondly, I saw the original Top Gun and I don't think I had seen the whole thing maybe all the way through until later this year. Sure. And in my mind, I thought, uh, it's fine. The original is slow. It doesn't age as there are certain scenes that you probably didn't even get the, in your vid angel viewing, but there are certain like vibes of it that I was kind of like, hmm. yeah, I've seen it without vid angel. I've seen it. the whole karaoke scene in the bar. The original is like, this is really cheesy. A little, like a little, yeah, there's like a little bit of yeah. kind of stalkery, pushy vibes to mm. it. Um, the, the fight scenes, in the plane, what are they called? Dog fights, I guess. The dog, the dog fights. Dog fights. There's like just like fast fine. cuts between planes in the air. You know. What yeah, I mean? it was like, just like here's a real shot, and here's somebody in a, you know, a close yeah. up sort of. Thing. But it's 1986. You know what I mean? But, you got to give them. You know. Right. Exactly. So I knew from all of the trailers that like this cast will have like a younger cast. Right. I knew that a lot of it was 
practically done and playing. So I was like, well, this right, is right. going to be amazing. This movie is split in half for me into the amazing mm. parts and sure. the absolutely not amazing parts. And I don't know how other people don't see the not amazing parts, but I felt like I was watching something and was going, this is not just fine. There are blatantly not good parts of this movie. Really? And But you know what? I'm apparently 1% because everyone else was like, this is amazing. I found on second viewing, it confirmed like this is really good like it, the movie gives you everything you would want it's got romance corner it's got action corner well yeah we can go to we can go to everything except Every the action corner. corner let's go to those corners <laughs> okay. let's discuss first of all let's go to nostalgia corner first because mm-hmm. i do feel like this movie had to like unicycle on a tightrope walk like a bear on a unicycle mm-hmm. please the original fans of top gun who are a literal different generation while still like drawing in the younger crowd who's going to look go to an action movie in theaters in 2022 and i do feel like it did a really good job at riding that line i feel like the nostalgia was thick enough but not too thick you know what i mean like there was syrup on the pancake but it wasn't too much i mean this just listen to this just listen there is a unit of pilots that are the most elite of the elite. So, I mean, I think it was I think it was a good amount of nostalgia. Did you feel it was too much? Thought they put it I too thought, much? For the most part, it was a good amount of nostalgia. I liked okay, how okay. the very first aircraft carrier scene is like exactly the same. Old film. Yeah, I yeah. love that. I love it yeah. sort of like the the new setup. I think for the most part, nostalgia was good, except at the very end when Jennifer Connolly appears in the clothes and the car of the older woman. From the last one, and she shows up in 1980s garb, like, look at me, I'm just like that, the one woman you were with a long time ago, but I'm not that, I'm not her. You didn't like that she had the old car on the runway? You didn't like that? I mean... I think in the same in the same outfit as the woman from the Is it the same outfit? This, was it the same one? I thought, I thought it was, maybe yeah. the same car. It might have been the same car. That might have been, okay, I'll give you that. If it's the exact same car and or outfit, a little too much syrup. But, I guess, but other that part than that, was a little great. Nostalgia Corner, well done. Yes. Agreed. Like it. I like the, the, the title card being the same. I like the whole. Absolutely. I like the yeah. music. I like the highway to the danger zone. Like, give it, give yeah. it all to me. <laughs> I also feel like now in the first movie, spoilers for this 37-year-old movie, Goose's death and mm-hmm. like the like the heartstring pulling of that moment, it feels a little unearned in that first movie. Like it was so abrupt and so like, this is the inciting incident and it just kind of comes out of nowhere. And it's like, ah, it felt, it just felt a little forced on rewatch. Like it was just kind of like, if it was, if that was unearned in the first movie, 37 years later, making it a huge, no, no, no aspect of the next movie that then uses old clips of the first movie to literally show you Goose's death again. I literally said to the viewers after Maverick, when we watched it a second time, I said, I think Maverick actually makes the first movie better. I feel like the way they incorporated the ramifications of what happened with Goose into the Maverick, the new movie, mm-hmm. I actually feel like it like redeems it somewhat. Oh, okay. Because it, it, I think it threads it nicely into, and I think, uh, what's his name? 
Here, let me let me pull up the IMDb. Miles Teller played Miles Teller. I think he does a great job in this movie, and I feel like it it, it redeems it. I think it's really good. I actually found the first movie. I found Goose Meg Ryan, his wife. Who I don't remember her name. I don't know that, but, but yeah, I thought they were great, and I actually thought that the death landed in the first movie. Pun intended. That's oh, a terrible pun. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just had to. I mean, you do a plane, you know, landed. I mean, you, I kind of teed it up there, but anyway. So now, how it's do not, we do? It's, Where do we go to? It's not, pun, it's not pun day. All right, keep no, going, keep going. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so. so, Goose. Yeah. I thought was a fun character. Sure. And I sure. thought his death meant something. He was likable. You could tell they had like a good relationship. It was all very good. I thought it meant something. I thought in this movie, yeah. the connection to the sun yes. felt a little bit like I could have used a little bit more there. Sure. So here's the big conflict is that Maverick at some point in time set Rooster, Miles Teller's character, back like three or four years by not letting him, I don't know, go to Top Gun or be I, something like he pulled she his slowed papers. Him down in the academy. He yeah, somehow did something bureaucracy wise to put a bunch of red tape. And so, because right. of that, Miles Teller does not like Tom Cruise. Correct. Here's where I feel like if your dad passed away when you were like six and his best friend who was there. Right. I feel like there would be maybe a more connection there and there would be more like, hey, hold on a second. We need to talk about why you won't let me become a fighter pilot. They would have had conversations. Yeah, they, they would have had talks. What we learn later is that the ghost of Meg Ryan told Tom Cruise, don't let my son become a fighter pilot like my husband. because, And so he was following... Wait, that happened in this movie? No, well, not not literally the ghost, the dying Meg Ryan character who they they talked about not being in this movie. She told Maverick, "Don't let my son become a fighter pilot." Oh, I don't remember that. Okay, because my husband died, which makes sense if you're the yeah. mom, be like, "My husband died. Yeah, I don't yeah, want my yeah, yeah. son to become a fighter pilot." Sure, 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 sure. Okay, but oh, wait, you watched this movie twice. You did. You don't remember this? I don't remember that. I don't remember. That. I know all the flashbacks. Like I saw the flashback scenes of Meg Ryan or whatever, but I don't remember. Like, Okay, so Mo, that's the big thing because I don't remember some he set him sequence. back because of that. But then he goes on to tell him later, I set you back because you weren't ready. And I thought there was going to be some sort of redeeming thing of like, hey, I did it because your mom didn't want you to be a fighter pilot. Right. And now that your mom's gone, I don't feel like I have to hold this secret anymore. And I thought there was going to be some sort of like real understanding. But no, at the it's really just like, turns out you're a cool pirate, Maverick. Sorry I was angry with you the whole time. We went through this. Real cool adventure that we'll get to after the spoiler horn. Yeah, his his like you're not ready line though, I feel like was kind of justified when they go on the actual mission. No spoilers yet. And he does kind of like freeze up. It kind of like goes to show maybe he wasn't ready before, you know? So I feel like maybe he was a little justified. Okay, so maybe he was yeah, maybe he wasn't ready. He was too indecisive and he just needs to fly. You just need to just do harness the breeze like Wonder Woman. Don't, don't think. Do I feel like that's terrible advice. They say that in the first movie just, and this one. Like, just fly. Don't think. Just don't think. Go feel be like, with Jennifer. <laughs> just. Do I it. feel like there's thinking. Okay, two corners. Then real quick, uh, romance corner with Jennifer Connelly. Yes. I feel like this was a good romance corner. I like the bar interactions. I like when they're on the sailboat and he's doing the thing. I thought it was really good. 
That's incorrect. Why are you shaking? It's a, because it's incorrect. It is the weakest part of the movie. I think the romance corner in this is so Jennifer Connelly is there to propel the plot. Yes. She is, I don't she think is there so. to, she speaks so much exposition and then she speaks so much like Maverick. Yeah, yeah. The Maverick that I used to know would fight for his crew. And if he got fired, yeah. he, he re- would refuse to be fired. And he would go out there and he'd steal an yeah. airplane and he would go fly it on a mission all by himself. And I feel like... It's okay. There, you probably didn't see this scene as well. But then there's also a scene of them like going back to her place after uh, a date and she leaves the door open for him. And then they have... Yeah, 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 yeah. What I think is maybe the worst chemistry... It's not like a full love scene, but like it might be the worst chemistry. Like, yes, great. They, it wasn't great chemistry. He lays her down Nala style in like in Lion King. She looks at him like, oh, I love you so much, Maverick. Cuts to them. They're in laying in bed, like uh, presumably later that night. Sure. And it is the most awkward positioning of two people talking in a way that if you told me they were CG'd, together in the same scene they're like i just don't think that those two actors had any chemistry together i don't just i just they're both great actors and they both did what they could but i just felt like there was no chemistry and all i cared about was how is jennifer Connolly running a bar with just her apparently her daughter who comes around in the bar sometimes and i kept looking for other employees to be that in the older bar. dude there the is one dude. old guy the who one could, i'm pretty sure he's just bringing out the glasses or maybe washing them in the back there is no wait service yeah. they're definitely serving food the whole time she stands in the middle yeah, of the bar i don't yeah. see a single other bartender because that old guy's just there i think replacing cups listen these these are all continuity issues that nobody cares about okay and have nothing to do with a romance nothing to do with a romance corner jennifer connelly's Rom- business <laughs> you don't romance corner i will give you a slight uh, concession that scene Maybe not great chemistry, but... Oh, yeah, you you saw it in the theaters. Yeah, I saw it, yeah. Did you care about them to being together? I think so. I think their chemistry at the bar scene, like the first bar scene where she mm-hmm. makes him pay for everybody's th- yeah, thing. Yeah, she makes fun of the, him. That was the, good. Looks, the looks they exchange across the bar, great. And I think, again, the sailboat scene, I feel like there's chemistry there. I feel like there's not like... The intimate chemistry, but... The chemistry in the sailboat scene, I spent the whole sailboat scene being like, this is so cool that they did this without any stunt people on it. Like, this was them actually... And that was the thing I just cared about the whole time. Well, I'm sorry you weren't paying attention to the movie, but I'm saying it's a good scene. I'm saying they had chemistry. Okay, what what was good about that scene in their chemistry? Because Tom Cruise's character, Maverick, is in a situation where he is not super familiar. Mm -hmm. And so Jennifer Connelly is actually being the one to like tell him what to do because she's the expert in this like Mm -hmm. physically uh, adept situation sailing the boat. And so it's a it's a nice role reversal. So she says him that she says to him, like, yeah, untie the 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 boom shank or whatever yeah hoist uh hoist the thing you and matey he goes, and, he uh, smiles do the and goes thing. i don't know what that is or whatever they have good chemistry on the boat and in the bar they just don't have good chemistry on that one scene and when when she tells them to go fight for uh whatever you know if i believe that scene too i think you're nitpicking i think i think you're finding reasons she, not to like this movie do you uh, 
I feel like she just sends him off like, you go on this dangerous mission. I feel like she could kind of take or leave Maverick. No, no. Okay, no. One other thing. I feel like when he walks into the bar with his uniform to imply that he himself is going on the mission, I think that's another good scene. I think they say a lot without saying words. There's some some exchanges, uh, glances exchanged, and uh, she's like, he's about to be in a bunch of danger. And yeah, I feel like they communicate that. I think it's, okay. that's a good moment. I mean, they're both great actors. This is what I know. I just think the romance <laughs> falls so, flat. I think it's like okay, it falls right. flat. Okay, that's okay. Now so let's you don't go like to the crew. Corner. Let's go to the crew. Sure, sure. Okay. Let's go to the crew. Pull up the IMDb here. You, you yeah. have Miles Teller. Yep. I think he does a good job. You have Glenn Powell, who is basically Iceman again. Right, exactly. And all and they have a scene where they all play football and they're all trying their best to like show off the yeah. best six pack they can possibly get for one day. Hangman, Glenn Powell plays Hangman. I just have to say he does a great job of being really punchable. Like you really just want to punch yeah. him in the face. Does a great job at that. He was apparently brought to Tom Cruise's house as well as Nicholas Holt and Miles Teller to interview to be Rooster or that that, you know, Goose's son. Uh, he didn't make that, but Tom Cruise was so impressed with him that he's like, "Let's make a slightly bigger part for him." Okay. To be in the movie as well. Okay. I feel like I was so excited to meet this new crew or this new group of pilots. And this is, okay, there's a little bit of a problem here. And I think is you can't do a torch passing to a new generation of younger pilots if the older generation is producing and starring and made the first one what it is and has such a huge hand in it that I just don't think we get as much of the new generation because at the end of the day, the most charismatic person hands down in this movie is Maverick Tom Cruise. Yeah. But I, but I think that's fine. I mean, tell me about any of the characteristics besides Glenn Powell, who's kind of like a jerky guy, but like super confident. And then you have miles Teller who's, personality is angry at tom cruise cool mustache and a little indecisive while flying he has a good mustache i feel like other than that the 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 group which i was excited to like get to know them and let them have personalities is just one guy who passes out a a ton with g-force you have the woman pilot i was very excited to learn about her journey because i think women weren't allowed to be fighter pilots until like 1996 so in between the two movies then there was like the, the 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 duo that was kind of around, but yeah, tell me what you thought about them because I so during the movie, the second time we were watching, something happened and Whitney was like my wife. She said, uh, "Oh, you know Phoenix," and I was like, "You know somebody's character name in this movie?" I was I was rather impressed, and so I feel like Phoenix, which who is Phoenix, the girl pilot. Oh, okay, uh, the the yeah. girl pilot. <laughs> I Great. feel like Phoenix, and then. Bob, the guy with the glasses, they were a team, the two of them together. I thought we were going to learn more about Bob. Didn't you think we were going to learn more about Bob? I thought we learned what a little more Bob? about Bob. He was a good, that's a, that's, you ever see that movie? That's a good movie. Den, it's, Baby it's steps. a good one. Baby steps. Baby. <laughs> I thought Bob brought just enough like character into the group though, where he's kind of like, you know, a little bit of a quiet nerd, but also like good at what he does. Like he's uh, competent. 
I like that. I thought Phoenix was like confident and, you know, could take charge. I thought the, I thought they were good supporting roles, but again, it's not really about the crew. It's about Maverick and it's about Rooster. Like that's the, who the story is about. I feel like the rest of them, they support everything just fine. When they all go on the mission, I still care enough about them that I don't want them to like die. I think it's, uh, I think it's fine. Even if you couldn't remember, do you know that one of the crew is from the good place? Oh, really? Manny. Wait a minute. Who is that? He was, he was one of the pilots. Manny. Wait, Fritz. He was in the good place. Oh, I recognize him now. He was in this movie. That's amazing. I saw his name and then I couldn't, I could never find him in the scenes. (laughs) I don't remember any scene that he was in. That's very strange. I know he's in there. I think he was maybe in there one time during the football, the touch football scene. I guess that's very strange. All right. Let's talk. I also do. I do want to say Val Kilmer though, real quick. You know, just talking about like general yeah, cast. Let's, like, let's go to Val Kilmer. Iceman Val Kilmer, just the communicating via text, the first couple scenes, like, I thought that was very effective. Yes. I, I liked how they did that. In real life, Val Kilmer all has throat cancer and like he had to had surgery on his vocal cords. So, in real life, as well as in this movie, he has trouble speaking. Like, it's very painful for him. But I still feel like he did a great job. Like I know like this is part of the nostalgia value. Like, is it too much or not? Like, I feel like this was a good amount of nostalgia to bring in and like him just like pointing at the computer screen. <laughs> it's time to let go. I feel like it was pretty effective and I, I enjoyed seeing him in this movie. I feel like that wasn't too, too nostalgic. It was was he telling him in that scene, it was time to let go of goose time to let go of the responsibility of goose dying. Like it's time to, Stop bringing that into everything he does. and You know what I mean? Well, but how was he doing that before? Because he was trying to keep Rooster from going on the mission. Is that what he was saying? Yeah, trying to keep like Yeah, like that and maybe not being as confident in the pilot seat because he's like a little gun shy, you know, because he had the accident. You thought Maverick was gun shy in this movie? Well, because it's after the... He did the Kessler run in less than four. Well, but that's after he talks to Iceman and after Jennifer Connelly gives him the pep talk. And then he does the Kessel run. Yeah, the Kessel run in 10 parsecs or whatever. So I think, uh, you know, it was that that was like the inciting incident, talking to Iceman, Jennifer Connelly's pep talk. And then uh, he goes and does the thing, which, let me just say, incredible scene. Like, a lot of fun. Like, you know it's going to happen. You know he's going to nail it. Yeah, yes. We're going to go to that in just a second. But I do have to say, before before we get there, okay, I do feel like they didn't really need to kill off Iceman. Yeah, that was a little... I don't think that really did much for... I feel like... I thought the scene was great yeah. with him, with Val Kilmer. I think that could have just been it. And he's like, and now he's gone. He's he's off. Leave it. He's off. Yeah, yeah. Um, leave it alone. Let's go to the action. Yeah, oh man. That... Action corner. The action is amazing in this movie. So good. It really it's is really like I could follow what was yes. going on. It felt yeah real and great. I usually don't like it when there's like a very specific map on a screen that shows like, <laughs> you, how, like you need to go up there and then like, it needs to go like down this side. You're going to pull eight G's coming up here. And if you go yeah. up here, then these missiles that they show on the, the graphic. Right, right, yeah, the little And things, it's like, there's yeah, an yeah. X, like, this is where they kill right. you. These are bad, yeah. So I typically don't like that that sure, much. Sure, 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 But there's something about 
the way they did it, I understood the mission. I understood they had to go through the trench. They had to do the Star Wars run to keep yep. it low. And then they had to yep. get in yep. and out before yeah, like the enemy, the, thing, the, the yeah. enemy things were, they had to dive down, launch the thing and then pull up super, super fast, try not to pass out and then evade enemy fighters. Like I understood the mission and that's great to feel like I get it. Yes. And when Tom Cruise comes in and is like, just shows that you can. Yes. It was like, I was, if you told me like, and that is the end of this movie. And like the end of it is him showing that they can, and they prep to go on this mission. And then it like cuts to black. And it's like, we'll see Maverick again next time. And top gun colon roosters revenge or whatever. Like I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. That, that one scene, you know, in the bonus episode, just, you know, for our bonus listeners, we talked about like leaders versus managers uh, at Home Depot, which a real TED talk tangentially related. But this is one of those situations where like doing the thing yourself is like the leader thing to do. And it's like no one has confidence this is even possible. Everyone is discouraged about this mission. It's going to be a failure. And then he just like does it. He like does the thing and he shows them like, he yeah, did it after which, by the way, poor John Hamm had to follow up being kind of cold behind Ed Harris. And it's like, you can't out Ed Harris, Ed Harris. Like, I felt bad for John Hamm. Like, don't compare the two. His legs totally get cut out from under him because John Hamm like takes over the mission and he's like, we're going to change it to four minutes instead of two and a half and a 300 foot ceiling. Everybody's like, we're all going to die if you do that. He's like, nah, it's going to be fine. And then Tom Cruise does the Kessel run. And then, you know, it's like, no one's going to listen to John Hamm anymore. Like he just needs to resign. He's going to get posted somewhere else. Yeah, I I felt and mostly I wanted Ed Harris throughout this movie. And I got sad when they basically baited Ed Harris and switched it with John Hamm. And I was like, no, I wanted Ed Harris to be here this whole Ed time. Harris, classic. Um, but why not if you're if you're Tom Cruise, if you're Maverick, yeah. why not do that run at the very beginning to prove that it's possible? Why wait until Again, you're fired and you have to He was a little gun shy. He's a little gun he shy. He was not. He, he was needed not. to talk to Iceman. He needed to have the pep talk. That's why I didn't. You're do telling it. me the guy who, in the very first scene, took something mock whatever and oh, went broke through. Thank you for reminding that. A, that was an amazing opening scene. Not a gun shy man. Fair enough. I'll give you that one. That was an amazing opening scene. And B, Neil deGrasse Tyson tweeted after this movie aired that like, if you were to eject from a plane going Mach 10 speed, which is like 7,000 miles per hour. You would just be Betty spaghetti by the sky. Yeah, your body would just totally disintegrate at that speed. So like totally implausible that he would survive. But great scene. You Love like go scene. around the earth like once every seven minutes or something like something crazy i think it's like ten thousand miles is the is the thing so i mean you would you would go we're around once every here. i mean it's not that hard of math okay. seven thousand miles an hour okay, 10, you, you miles work on that diameter. so depends on where you're on the earth you know it's thinner on the, the action is amazing throughout this amazing movie. action. it's very amazing. very very good yes i would say it's so good that i don't care as much about the bad romance corner or, it's or not the a bad romance mediocre movie. romance it's corner it's and fine. not that much about how the other characters don't seem to sure, really sure, matter sure. or whatever. Sure. And I would say if that was it, if that was the movie, I would still say, yeah, yeah. you know, Thumbs four up. out of five, it's fine. You don't have to be great at everything. Just be really good. Wait a minute. Wait, did, you, did you just write this movie? Nope. You just write the movie? Because something else happened oh, at the okay. very end. All and right, this is my ahead. final okay. critique. Okay. They then go on the mission. Yes. And 
it is as if Tom Cruise comes out of his trailer and says, there is no way that I let these young actors be part of the final mission and I'm not there. I mean... You need to write me into this scene. You need me to fly in this plane. I gave them three months of training and half of them vomited every day doing G training. I want to be in the final scene. He had to be... Find no, out what happened. no, that's not what but happened. Anyway, anyway. No, I was... I'm, obviously, I'm happy to see Tom Cruise in the final fight scene. Of course. Yeah. I would have liked him to come in later and like rescue people. But we get to the final, final mission. And now yes. is when we hit spoiler horn. Okay. Yeah. But one other thing, I have expected Alec Baldwin to walk out on the aircraft carrier as they go to that final mission because it so feels like Pearl Harbor, you know, before they do the drop all the bombs. Like, I don't know. I just expecting that. But let's rate it. Let's rate it zero to five. We'll do the spoiler horn and talk about the last uh, scenes. On a scale, yeah, I think you're going to like this. Scale of zero to five sweat beads. Because as we rewatched both of these Top Gun movies, mm. every scene that's on an aircraft carrier, everybody is sweating bullets. Like everybody is sweating like crazy, insane mm-hmm. amount of sweat. Mm-hmm. And so mm. zero to five sweat beads, I think. I'm going to give Top Gun colon Maverick mm. two and a half out of five sweat. Get out of here. You cannot give this two and a half out of five. Should I give it three? What? Uh, t- no, I'll be honest. Two and a half was a little antagonistic. I'll give it three two out of five sweatpants. Three out of five. Three out of five. Three is not even high. That is three out of five. That is ridiculous, Nate. I stand let by. me remind you. Let me go back to the Rotten Tomatoes I am page. A voice of the silence. This movie got ninety six percent critic score. Okay. Okay. Can you still hear me over there? You hear what I'm saying? Nineties. Mm-hmm. I'm going to show you the picture again. Ninety-six mm-hmm. percent critic score, certified fresh. Ninety-nine percent audience mm-hmm. score. Mm-hmm. I, I don't understand the uh, the three, even the three. That's mm-hmm. way too low. Okay, it's too low. Okay. What are you anyway. going to do, sheeple? The sheeple. <laughs> sheeple. Okay. Yeah, sheeple. Are you part of the ninety-nine percent? You tell us. Hey, this movie's a four and a half. I'm gonna give this four point five sweat beads. This movie is so close to being almost a perfect movie. I will concede the one scene of Romance Corner, not the greatest. I'll give you that. I felt like I did just like a Trump impression. It's not the greatest. It's not wall, okay? It's not the greatest. But everything else is so good, Nate. Like rewatchability, super high. Literally, I've seen it twice. I think the action, top notch. Action the amount of nostalgia. So many sequels, like Ma- like Matrix Resurrections. Clear example where the nostalgia, <laughs> terrible, uh, not a good sequel. Not a good like addition to the Matrix franchise. So many sequels are not that good. I will say this is one of the few cases where a sequel is better than the original. That's for has sure. Has great rewatchability. Excellent action. It gives you everything you want without it being like pandering. It's an excellent movie. Four and a half sweat beads, Nate. Okay, so they go on the final mission. Yes. Tom Cruise goes with them. Maverick goes with them. So they're diving through. He brings Rooster on this mission. And everything we've seen, Rooster's probably not a good pilot to bring. If anything, he's probably bottom of the class of the people that were in this. No, he should, definitely he's not should not have brought Rooster. Here's one thing. One thing is, don't leave Rooster out because he's Goose's son. 
because that's not fair. But also, sure, don't sure. bring Rooster with you because he's Gooster's Gooster. <laughs> he's Gooster's. <laughs> he's Gooster's yeah. son because that's sure. nepotism and that's not good as well. So here's it's the true. thing. Yeah. I think there were other people that could have done a little bit better, but I digress. They go through. It's pretty cool. They're looking at the missiles going, look, those are missiles, but we're staying low. It's all cool. Yep, they, go, yep. they go do their thing. They drop their bombs. All is well. The guidance computer messes up on that one plane and he just eyes it. And he, he just, nails it. he just like, use the force, Luke. And he just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> goes, destroys the Death Star. Now, yeah. We have no idea what country this is. This could basically no. could be Cobra yeah. Commander's army. Like this is, it is so they clearly. They do a very like, good job of being like nondescript. Could be yeah. North Korea. It could be Russia. It could, could be, be Canada. It we had no Can- idea. It could be. I mean, it was beautiful. It, it was beautiful. It might have been shot in Canada. Might so anyway, been. so they go to destroy this nuclear site in Nova Scotia, and while they're there, there's no talk about like. There's no discussion of "quote unquote" the enemy. Like no everyone is, would, yeah, everyone no. is shielded again. Cobra Commander, GI Joe, like just yep. yeah, yeah, basically throughout the whole thing. Pretty funny. They yeah. then do this mission. Tom Cruise saves Rooster by sacrificing himself, basically, and goes down. Right. And at this moment, right. I think to myself, "This is an amazing movie. This is yeah. great. They killed right. off Maverick." Like this, right. he sacrificed himself. Rooster's going to go back, discover that this whole time Tom Cruise was watching out for him. Jennifer Connelly will be so sad, but she'll go on and like he will in his uh, life insurance policy give money to like, help the bar so they can like hire three, four, five more people to help <laughs> run more. the thing. Sir, we yeah, need more staff. employees, please. And and then I thought, wait a minute. Would Tom Cruise let himself get killed? And then I had the thought, when's the last time I've seen Tom Cruise die in a movie? Mm. And then I thought some more. And I thought, has he ever died in a movie? I don't think he's ever died in a movie. And then I thought, I went down there and I looked. He definitely has died in movies. But they were like, not since 2005 has he died in a movie. Not when he's the hero. He doesn't die in movies. So here's the thing. Then I was like, oh, great. He's going to live. But that's fine. I'm excited to see Tom Cruise get out of this. But then, through a series of Lemony Snicket unfortunate events, Miles Teller also crashes conveniently, quasi-close, and they find each other in the woods. And this meetup is so weird. It's weird. They meet each other behind Canadian enemy lines. And they, like... Tom Cruise runs up to him and pushes him like, how dare you save my life? How dare you come back for me? And this is when I thought there would be like some sort of great, like emotional, like reconnection. No, there's some camaraderie. Yeah. Just like, let's get out of this together. And then it starts the most preposterous end of the world disaster movie esque level is a little bit. I would have been Mm. more happy if they would have taken a van and driven out of Canada and then like connected metal wings to the side of the van so that they could take (laughs) off together. They find John Cusack. There has been this old bust. Like they have now had like an airstrike that, or the explosion has busted up this rail, this railway, this uh, runway. And they go like, Oh, yeah, I can take off in this thing that I don't know. And I, at this point in time, I'm desperately trying to figure out what country are you in? Where? Who are we fighting in this? <laughs> I think so it's I'm, Russia. I'm doing the Russia, look. I'm doing, looking at the controls. Everything's in English. Really? 
And it's like, I couldn't even get a hint of like, what is this written in? What kind of language are we in right wow, now? Wow, that's hilarious. So anyway, so they yeah. they take off and then they basically have to make their way in this old busted jet. Have yeah. and at this point in time, it just feels like the movie, which which went from super cool, kind of jumped its own shark in the last fifteen minutes. <laughs> And I just like, you didn't have to, it didn't seem preposterous before that. It's felt really cool. And you taking off in this old jalopy, going on this broken runway and fighting these like top Mach 6 level things. At the end, uh, I thought it was cool that Glenn Powell came back in and, and yeah. killed one. I thought that was cool. Yeah, that was um, cool. I think it was just a little bit too much like, I have you in my sights now. And then like they get blown up. Sean Connery was in this movie. That would have been cool. We'll hunt for red October or something. You've been the summary. And so, and so then at the very end, it's like they land on the aircraft carrier, which is very cool because they have to use the net because the the landing gear. And then they just celebrate just like the first movie. And they're just like, I love you. You're cool. Yeah, you're cool. The end. Oh, oh, sorry. Jennifer Connelly shows up in yes, the other yes. woman's clothes, and now it's the end. Okay. I will mm-hmm. give you this ending, because when they were going on this mission, I was like, someone is going to die. Like, someone is going to die on this mission, and that is going to be, honestly, like, really impactful. Like, I think that would right. be a great moment for this movie. Right. When Tom Cruise goes down, I was like, wow, they had the guts to kill well Maverick, done. right? Makes sense. Do one sequel, knock it out of the park, close the loop. You know, there's not going to be another Top Gun. Like that took guts. Like I would be like, yeah, all right, that's wow, nice job. And then I was like, mm, well, okay, now it's Rooster. And I was like, well, maybe, maybe Rooster will die, and Tom Cruise will have to wrestle with like both Goose and his son dying on his watch, like. That would be really like heavy. That'd be super heavy. I was actually thinking Glenn Powell was going to die. I thought, all right, this is a character that we aren't supposed to like, but then does something sacrificial at the end, and he will be the one to go down, and it'll be like, yeah, impact. But I agree. Like, I was a little disappointed that it kind of took, it did what everybody wanted, but sometimes you can't give you, you know, don't give everybody everything. You can't always get what you want. You can't. You get what you need. Always get. Yeah, is that a song? Yeah, I agree. I think they should have killed off Maverick. That would have been really sad, but it would have made the movie like wow. Really good. That was right. It didn't take the easy way out. Which when everybody survives, the mission is a success, and like everybody's cool. Did he even eject, or did he just survive the crash? Like it's like was like him. No, like he ejected. He ejected. Snow. Oh, okay. He ejected because then he had to like like roll up his parachute because that helicopter was like you know threatening oh. to go towards him and like shoot. Like we didn't even mention how there was another like ejection malfunction with Rooster. Right, and with I was like, Rooster. Well, right, hold right. on a second. <laughs> Wait, we're not doing minute. this again, Yana. This Yana. is a double entendre. Wait, a double. Uh, I think if yeah. you had a failure of the it. ejection mechanism before, <laughs> you cannot have one as your tragedy again. Is that a Southern lawyer accent? What are, What are you doing right there? I couldn't tell. Uh, I was just being me. Oh, okay, sorry. Just okay. being me. That's fine. Okay. Anyway, but here's the thing. Yeah, I think that ending really took away some of the cool setup because it felt yeah and i hadn't thought about it till this very moment are we gonna get another sequel of top gun 
Is that just, I guess that's the state of movies these days, right? It was the most, it was the highest grossing movie of 2022. Of course, we're getting another one. Yeah. I, I don't think we'll get another one. You don't think so? I think it's over. I don't think so. I, I'm going to put it this way. Because I also, I also have to think like Tom Cruise is doing two more Mission Impossible movies. That he has to be done after that. Like there's no way he's doing any more after that. He's going to no. be like 65 years old. If Harrison Ford could be in another Indiana Jones, Tom Cruise can be in these movies till he's 95. Maybe, yeah, because AI can generate them, I guess. They don't even have to like jump at all. I don't know. I It does feel a little bit... I want the reins of franchises to be able to be passed to other generations. Sure. And this feels like something that's very difficult in movies to get a successful transition of power, especially when the first people have so much nostalgia. I felt like it was attempted in like Jurassic Park and Jurassic World, and then they brought back uh, Alan and it did not work in Jurassic Park. Let's just let's just be honest Malcolm here. Malcolm Gladwell and no Malcolm Gladwell. What's his name? Malcolm Owen they, you know, or no uh, Malcolm uh, uh, Doctor Malcolm Doctor Malcolm Doctor Malcolm. Yeah. They brought back and then like Indiana Jones. They tried it with um, I almost said Guy Fieri. Man, I can't think of anybody's name. What are you talking Shia about? <laughs> Shia, they tried to make Guy Fieri Guy the Fie- new Indiana Jones, and I just he's already. The captain of Flavortown, he can also become this. No, we. I don't think our endurance is is set yet for doing a video podcast no, for no, an we hour can't, and a half. We can't get all the way you, to the finish you line. You have now confused no. Guy Fieri okay, and Shia ahead. LaBeouf. Yeah, so please. They tried that in Indiana Jones to have Shia LaBeouf be like right. maybe a, a a pass, and now he's not even going to be in this new Indiana Jones movie. Yeah, I just yeah. think these big, larger than life characters. I think Marvel and DC and superhero movies do the best at passing it. Sure. But I do feel like I would have loved to see a passing on to like where the very last bit miles teller is the hero and not just the kid in the back of the plane trying to pull the ejection. Yeah. While Tom Cruise absolutely heroes his way, captain American style out of hostile Canada. <laughs> And that's Top Gun Maverick in a nutshell. And that's why it's three out of five. I thought the action is one of the best I saw all year round. Yeah, I, th- I still think. All year long. All year round. All year I've round. I've watched it all year round. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think it's a three. I think it's higher. But anyway, I do think it would have been nice if, if Rooster would have taken more of the lead at the end. And if they would have killed off Maverick, I think that would have been a very, yeah, that would have been deep. But I don't think they're passing the torch. I think this is it. There will not be another Top Gun. I don't think they could top this. Ooh. I don't think they could top okay, it. Okay, well, let's hold right here. Can't do it. Now that we're doing videos, yeah. we can actually resurface this clip later on in life. So I'm going to say 2025 will be the next Top Gun movie. We will have a third one. Okay, hold on. Let's Google this real quick. Top Gun colon Rooster's Revenge. Are they making another Top Gun? Has yet to be confirmed by Paramount. Mm-hmm. So... Well, they're so busy counting up all of the money. The money. From this one that they are not <laughs> quite sure what the budget for the next one will yeah. be. Okay. Well, we'll see. We'll see. I, I don't think they're going to do it. I think they're going to call it. Will Jennifer Connelly be back? No. Jennifer Connelly's not coming back. I don't think Jennifer Connelly was happy with the amount of character that they gave her in this movie. This is not rumor. This is just conjecture. We'll see if there's another Top Gun. Listeners, if you listen to this episode... You should go to YouTube, youtube.com slash at movies on the side. We actually have a URL there and you can watch our episodes going forward. Watch us shuck and jive and whatever Nate is doing. 
Watch us over there, youtube.com. There'll be a link in the show notes. Subscribe to the channel. You know, like and subscribe, as all the YouTubers do. You can also follow us on Instagram, and you can listen to our bonus episodes. Watch or listen to our bonus episodes, because we did a video for our bonus episode, too. You can support us at patreon.com slash movies on the side. That link is also in the show notes, or directly in Apple Podcasts. I don't think you can do get the video if you do it in Apple Podcasts, because I don't think you could. Anyway, just watch the show. Let us know what you think watching us do movies on the side. Thanks for tuning in. And as we always say, the end is inevitable, Maverick. Your kind is headed for extinction. <laughs> Maybe so, sir, but not today. I feel the need, the need for velocity. <laughs> <laughs>